0: Sportages. Sport gets smarter. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Sportages, where we bring you insights into the sporting world straight from athletes, sports biz, sports professionals and more. On today's episode, our guest is a Dutch cricketer who has played cricket regularly in the Netherlands, Australia and England. She once held the record for the highest score in a women's T20 international and has most recently been nominated for the ICC Women's Associate Cricketer of the Decade, all before turning 22. Stirk Hallis, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Really, really excited to have you on the show, Stir. There's so much to get into, so I'm not going to uh, beat around the bush. Let's get straight into it. First and foremost, congratulations on the nomination.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. It's... Uh... Yeah, quite, um, quite an honor to uh, get nominated when I'm only like 21 years old. So uh, yeah, it means a lot to me and hopefully uh, we can get some votes together. And um, yeah.
0: Fantastic. Well, for anyone watching, uh, be sure to head over to the ICC website and give, uh, give (laughs) a vote to Stir. uh, Mm -hmm. and hopefully, you know, Stir, you win it. And it's, it's, it really is incredible. And, you know, we're really glad to have you on the show. Uh, Moving on, I guess, you know, cricket's obviously back and blooming. We've got games going on all around the world, the men's game, the women's game. What's it been like for you to be back in action and what have you been up to on the cricket pitch?
1: Yeah, no, it's really good. Like what I said, when I came back to Australia in um, March, I think it was like really strict with like restrictions and stuff like that. So I came back and everything was closed and I couldn't really do anything. So um, then everyone was like trying to like run outside and like do workouts at home and stuff. And then when I got a yeah phone call to come and join play in England. Um, yeah, I was like really excited to join that team. Um, especially, uh, yeah, after such a long time of no cricket and stuff, it was really good to be back out there. And yeah. Um, yeah, it was really cool to be like part of a professional environment and play alongside like really big players and really good coaches and stuff. So, um, yeah, big shout out to everyone uh, from the ECB who made that happen in like late, what is it, August, September, because like if you look at the English summer, it's not really easy to, uh, to get games in that late in the year. So, yeah, that's pretty cool and um, it was really good to be back.
0: Yeah, sure, absolutely. So what were you, uh, who were you playing for in England and what was, could you tell me about the tournament?
1: Yeah, so it was, um, so normally the competition is like four or five months and now it was like shortened into two months. So um, I played for the Northern Diamonds and you had like two competitions and every competition there were four teams. So you played each other like um, twice, so six games. And then the winner from one pool played against the winner from the other pool, um, and then that was the yeah the final. So we made the final, which was pretty cool, and that was played in Edge Baston. So um, yeah, unfortunately we uh, we lost that final, but yeah, it was really good experience.
0: Yeah, right, and I'm and I'm particularly interested in, you know, you you were playing in this uh, English professional cricket tournament. How, were you one of many or few associate cricketers involved in that? What is the structure like? Were you the only one or were there others as well from associate nations such as the Netherlands?
1: Um, yeah, there were two others um, from Scotland. They played for the uh, Lightning, which was also in our um, like group stage. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, they played there as well, which was, uh, yeah, I think really good for associate cricket,
0: yeah, absolutely. And speaking of associate cricket, and of course, uh, your, your nation, the Netherlands, it's really interesting because you know, cricket has been played there for over a hundred years, yeah, and then it diminished. It's all about football, and lately it's been making a return. How much? Has cricket changed since, you know, you started playing? Because if I'm not mistaken, you were only six years old. And how has it been in terms of what you've seen, but also how it's become more professional or has it become a lot more professionalized than it was before?
1: Yeah, so when I started, um, yeah, what you already said, I was really young and I um, started to play like friendly games on a Friday night, like kind of Milo cricket, what you guys have in Australia. Yeah. And then I I always uh, started to play with the boys because there was not really a women's like younger competition, and I think that really um, yeah took my game to a higher level because the boys they like make you tougher and um, yeah standard of cricket is yeah much higher than women's. Uh, but if you look at it now, there are quite some yeah teams which has women's youth teams, which was not when I started to play. But, yeah, I'm only 21, so um, I can't really talk about the real past because for me that's only, like, 10 years ago. But, um, yeah, no, so that has changed. Um, Yeah, and then after that, um, I went to play in England, like, county cricket. Um, And then when I finished high school, I went overseas to Australia to play there. Um, but now, yeah, we still have a women's. We, well, we still we have a women's uh, team which got like better and better every year, I reckon. And um, at the moment, we um, we can train here um, during the because it's like top sport kind of thing, so we can train and stuff. So um, yeah, hopefully the team sticks together, and, and yeah, in the next couple of years we can make a huge difference.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the more the game grows, the better it is for everyone, I think. And uh, for a country with such a rich tradition of the sport, uh, it's, it's only natural that the women's game also grow and develop. Like, you know, we're past that stage where that's sort of a question or a discussion. It, it has to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, being in the women's team there in the Netherlands, uh, what's, it, what's the camaraderie like? What's it like playing with some of your peers? Uh, who are some of the players from Netherlands that you look up to? And, you know, what, what is the sort of ambition that the team has and you have uh, with the Netherlands?
1: Um, yeah, so at the moment, um, we, we tour like twice a year, kind of. We always have one qualifier and then a qualifier for the qualifier. So, um, yeah, that's um, got canceled this year because uh, of coronavirus. But, yeah, normally we travel like twice a year. And then at the moment we train we, tra- we train, on Mondays. And Monday night we have uh, f- like fitness with the guys as well. And then we train Wednesday, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Thursday night, and then Saturday morning. So at the moment, um, yeah, I think we train, yeah, quite a lot. And then we have a new coach coming up in February, which is, uh, yeah, pretty exciting as well. Um, Yeah, so I think, um, yeah, like in the past, loads of girls stopped playing because they had to work and they couldn't like... Combined work with training and stuff. So they quit like playing, which is a shame, I think. Because, yeah, they were they were quite good and then they they stopped playing because they can't combine. Uh, so hopefully the team we got now, they will, uh, yeah, stick together. And, yeah, when it got more professionalized, then maybe with contracts and stuff, the, the team can stay together and, uh, yeah, we can build up towards like another tournament and stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And do you ever face that challenge personally, which you touched on of having to uh, manage, you know, your training team, uh, playing cricket and then also working? Or is that something uh, that you don't face yourself?
1: Well, I haven't really been working a lot yet because like I went season into season, so I didn't really have like time to, uh, to work and stuff. Uh, but at the moment, I'm working, um, yeah, for the like the coronavirus kind of thing. I work for the, yeah, call center where people like call for like appointments and stuff. So at the moment, I'm working um, next to cricket as well, um, yeah, which is sometimes uh, quite challenging to combine. But um, yeah, maybe in the future that's not necessary anymore, and I can,
0: yeah. Yeah, so you make it happen essentially for for the love of the game. Yeah, so, exactly. that, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I to try again, So
0: uh, yeah, yeah, fantastic. Um, look, I did want to ask uh, because it was obviously Sean Martin from Fairbreak who put us touch, in touch in the first place, and I just wanted to ask you about your involvement yeah. and work with Fairbreak. You were obviously in. In Australia as well and you know we've seen with the world cup earlier in the year here in Australia that the appetite for the women's game has significantly grown and Fairbreak does you know so much work in that space. Yeah. Could you tell me a little bit about your experience with Fairbreak what you did and what that has been like?
1: Yeah so Sean got me like invited last summer to um yeah um, come and play in England for like a uh, a week I think it was uh, which was pretty cool um, yeah I think we played that year uh, Stan Amir was there like Susie Bates came up there um, which was yeah pretty cool to play against well alongside like big players Alex Blackwell was there as well and uh, I think Fairbreak um, is a really good like organization and Gave me some really good opportunities to learn from the best players in the world, and um, yeah, and, yeah, play a lot of games on a competitive level, uh, and yeah, for my development as a cricketer, I think these day these things has been like really crucial. Uh, besides that, fair breaks also like um, give me, um, yeah, yeah, trying to like develop myself, expose myself, um, yeah, to become like. A really good cricketer and create more opportunities like for the future and um yeah i think i would really like to thank sean as well um yeah for inviting me and yeah be part of this really cool um yeah environment and it has re- been really important for me as a cricketer as well um yeah and i would like to thank them and highlight their fantastic work yeah to um yeah, for gender equality in the world.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. And I mean, and in doing so, as you mentioned, you know, you played with all these legends of the game and, and superstars and, you know, places like England and, and Australia are cricketing giants. You talked about yeah. San Amir and, you know, Pakistan cricket has a long history as well. Yeah. Um, what, you know, what was it like sharing, uh you know, sharing a jersey with these players, playing on the same pitch as them. And how did it help, you know, your development, which you touched on earlier? How did it de- uh, help with that growth of for you as a player?
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, of course, like, Salomir, Alex Blackwell, Susie Bates, they're, like, yeah, one of the best players uh, in the world who can, like, yeah being your team and stuff so sharing a changing room is actually like really cool with them and share their thoughts on the game and share their experience and yeah i think you need that like yeah in your game you need to like if you want to improve you need to play like loads of games on like high standard levels you need to like get the chance to yeah expose yourself and stuff like that and the opportunity to yeah play some games and um yeah that I think so um yeah they also provided like yeah sponsorship so you can play with like the, like really good gear and yeah that helps your game as well I think so it's yeah pretty cool I think
0: yeah and so you would then obviously recommend it to to other players from associate nations associate cricketing nations to go out and seek that exposure and try to find those de- developmental opportunities?
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think the fair break invites like the players. So um, yeah, I think if you get the chance, definitely um, yeah, join in. And uh, yeah, I think it's really cool.
0: Yeah, awesome. Sarah. And just before uh, I let you go, there are a couple of more questions that I had in mind. Um, and this one's more so pertaining to obviously your career in particular, you know, like you, like we said earlier on, you're only 21, uh, already have a T20 international hundred and uh, a long career ahead of you. So, you know, we've talked about the development and you getting this exposure. What are some of the areas that you're working on within your cricketing game, uh, to develop and further hone in the future?
1: Yeah. So, um, Every training, I'm trying to, like, um, yeah, improve my overall skills. Uh, But then at the moment, I'm trying to, um, yeah, become a better fielder. And uh, I'm working on my power hitting now. So those two things are the things I want to improve in the winter. And then, um, yeah, see what, uh, yeah, see if it worked in the summer.
0: Yeah, sure. So what, like, if I can ask, what goes into developing or further improving your power hitting like what would that require of you
1: um yeah i think yeah i've tr- i've done it like a couple of times now already uh if i've worked on it quite a couple of times and um yeah well at the moment you for example you hit more bad balls than good balls uh but then yeah you are trying to like improve the amount um, yeah, of good balls and like the amount of bad balls has to go like down. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm doing at the moment, just hit a lot of balls and um, yeah, trying to uh, yeah, make the most out of it. I think,
0: yeah, fantastic. And lastly, what can we look forward to in terms of your future? What do you have coming up? Uh, you know, all things, of course. Consider nothing is certain at the moment, but in spite of that, um, what do you sort of have coming up and what are you uh, working towards?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm working on, like, trying to, like, um, yeah, be a professional cricket player, uh, being in a position, um, yeah, where my skills will be more important than the fact that I'm from, like, an associate uh, country. Uh, But also to be able to learn, like, in a cricket professional environment from like really good players around me and um, yeah, try to ask them as many questions as possible and trying to like improve my game as an overall cricket player, I think.
0: Well, wish you all the best there and really hope that. uh, Yeah. Thanks for coming on. And just for everyone watching or listening, wherever you're watching or listening, be sure to head over to the description, check out all of Stir's social media links. They will be there. Go give her a follow, see what's happening in her world of cricket. Uh, Stir, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thanks for coming on.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.